Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Zach Williams in the Zone is brought to you by Fence Brokers. That ball is knocked out of the hand of Card, and that is being played as a fumble. Williams got in there as Hudson Card was bringing up his motion. Williams is a super senior defensive lineman coming off his best season. Shelley, clean pocket, plenty of time, but he didn't get it away. Zach Williams broke free, took Shelley down. When it comes to defensive line, Zach Williams is an expert. When you need a line of defense on your property, call the experts at Fence Brokers, 501-847-8811. Whether it be wood, chain link, ornamental, or a gate, Fence Brokers has you covered. Fence Brokers, going the extra mile. All right, for the first time, let's bring in Zach Williams on the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline. Zach, welcome. How are you? Thank you. I'm good. Just chilling, ready practice in a couple hours i like that he's chilling that's good well uh it is a good relaxation time what do you get what time do you guys get going today um we get going at 2 30 but we have lifts tuesdays and thursdays at 9 15 okay very good what's your uh you're an old man now so what what's your academic schedule like these days yeah i mean i have one in-person class i have Three classes in total, but one in person, and I only have that Monday, Wednesday, Friday for about an hour at eleven o'clock. And I'm pretty much done. That's a pretty good deal. I like that schedule. Uh, if I had had online classes when I was in college, mm-hmm. I mean, I would have put on a lot more than just my freshman fifteen. I would have been real, real lazy. That would have been rough. <laughs> anyway, uh, wouldn't have been good for me. You got a lot of reasons to leave the house though to get ready for games. So, give me your thoughts. We just heard from Coach about the defense didn't didn't like the performance tackling wise in week two as well as he did in week one. Uh, it's been a little bit of kind of sort of uh, I guess experimentation a little bit. It sounds like you guys have not been one hundred percent healthy on on either side of the ball in the early going here. Give me your evaluation through two weeks on the defensive side. Yeah, I mean, I feel like we are we're doing good, but we could do way better considering the fact that, you know, we just have a lot more talent this year and honestly it shouldn't even be that close with the defense. Like we should just dominate, dominate. I feel like we're we're doing good but you know, it's a slow start. But um this week, you know, we're going against some really physical guys that are really good and I think that's gonna give us you know, the extra edge, the extra motive to just go all out like we're supposed to. What, what are your memories of last year? You guys obviously, it was a very entertaining game, and you guys handled your business out there pretty comfortably. What are your memories of playing out at BYU last year? Um, First, I just want to say that was the most beautiful campus I've ever been on. <laughs> yeah, like, that was the most memorable, you know, with the, the mountains in the back and the sunset. That was the first thing, like, that came into my head. I was, kind of, I was honestly kind of upset. Because I knew the BYU was coming up, so I kind of wanted to go back to Provo one last time. But yeah, that was nice. But also, um, I just I remember the linemen. They're they're big, they're physical. Um, they have some transfers coming in, but I know that one of them, I think, the left tackle, he's a returning starter, so we get to go against him again. But I think the most memorable moment was just really going over to Utah because I've never been before. Yeah. The uh, performance last week, you guys had so many good things about what you did. You hold them, you know, down offensively overall. I think you allowed like, you know, 30 or 40 yards rushing. 
some of that obviously was negated by sacks on the play, on, on some of the plays, but uh, but difficulty getting off the field in the first half and, and allowing drives to be extended, which limited your offensive opportunities too. How frustrating was last week with not being able to kind of close out drives against them? Yeah, that was it was extremely frustrating. I know because um, we would we didn't really get any third down stops the first half. I know it was because we would tackle, but the running back he would go you know three or four yards. Once somebody hit him, we didn't really knock him back after we tackled him. That was kind of frustrating. But this week we're going to work on you know tackling and knocking people back when we make when we make contact with them instead of you know letting them fall for extra few yards. You guys had seven sacks last week. What was the difference week one, week two, and in, in uh, getting all that pressure? Yeah, the difference. We just we're trying to do um, you know more things. With the D line, we're just—I mean—we're trying to just dominate. Um, I know Coach Adams; he gives us the speech every game. He says, "I expect this many sacks," you know. So I feel like that's just—it's important when a coach tells you like he expects this many because you know you have a goal, and everybody wants to reach that goal. And most of the time, we surpass it. So I think that's good that he does that for us. You guys have also excelled in creating turnovers. You're one of the best teams in the country. Well, you're tied for first in the country in turnover margin. Is that an emphasis that the coaches are placing, even on the defensive linemen, to create fumbles, create you know, strip the quarterback when you sack him? Is that just is is that being just pounded into y'all's heads to create turnovers? Yes, sir. All the time in practice, that's like our number one motive because you know. The more turnovers you get, the easier it is to win the game. I mean, I don't know how other schools do it, but I know that it's a big emphasis on turnovers at uh, at our place. And, you know, they celebrated each one, but they put emphasis into them. Zach Williams joining us on the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline. It's brought to you by Fence Brokers. Coach was asked about the offensive line a lot after the game against Kent State, and he was talking about rotating offensive linemen, and he said, well, what's the difference between offensive and, and defensive linemen? I think he slipped a friggin' in there, too, which I thought was good. He was obviously frustrated with the offensive line questions. But how, how many guys are you expecting to play every week, and how do you guys work the rotation? Is it set, or is a guy, like, tapping on his hat, he wants a breather? I mean, is it packages? How do you guys decide, like, the rotation on the D-line? Um, well, it's a little bit of everything. I know that we have a few packages with certain guys, um, Coach Adams, he always says, you know, nobody's spot is ever secured. It's, it's a, um, I forgot what he said. It was funny. He said it yesterday. It was like a, a open line onto who plays. He just thinks that whoever's doing the best in that game in that moment is the one that's going to be on the field the most. And you know, I respect that because, you know, some schools they just they they put certain dudes on there, and there's other guys in the back that could actually do something in that game, but they don't really get the chance. But mm-hmm. We pretty much just all go in uh, for the first three drives, and whoever he feels like can be the most beneficial for that game is going to play a little bit more than the others. And, you know, it's just like that every week. With with the rotation, the depth, you feel fresh most of the game? Uh, yeah, most of the game I do because, you know, we don't we don't really stay in that long. Each drive, you know, he uh, subs us out a lot. So, I mean, that's good. And you could – just go as hard as you can because, you know, there's other dudes behind you that are just as good and you don't really have to worry about, you know, being tired during the long drive. We heard a funny story last week about Hudson Clark. 
Uh, he was supposed to go in on the third series, but the first two series went three and out. And so he, he didn't think it was fair for the guy, you know, that got the start. He only got to play six plays. And he told the coach, look, it, it's been two, three and outs. Let him go. He didn't get that many plays. <laughs> w- would you do that? Yeah, I mean, I would. I remember uh, Coach T. Will, he told us about that during the um, meeting when we got back from the game. I was like, yeah, I mean, that's pretty much how, how guys do it over here because, like I said, we have a lot of depth in a lot of areas. And we had, we stressed something called Mbutu. I know Coach T. Will, he's pressing that on us to try to get us to be more, you know, you eat, I eat type situation. It's Mbutu. And I had to look it up. And we just we try to live by it, and I, I think we pretty much do. What have you noticed? Uh, it's only been two weeks, but what are the biggest differences between Coach Williams and Coach Odom? Mm, I think Coach Williams he he stresses the fact that um, you need to do your own job in order for everybody to succeed, and also you need to you know, think about others before yourself too. Like he he stresses two opposite notions mm-hmm. but he makes it make sense. And, you know, you could follow by and it actually makes sense. Coach Odom, he was a great coach. I have nothing bad to say about him, but I feel like he was just more, you know, old fashioned because he was an older he was an older guy. But, you know, everybody needs a new switch in defense and I kinda like this one. Trajan Jeffcoat was named the SEC Defensive Lineman of the Week. We heard a lot of great things about him during fall camp. Didn't see a whole lot in week one, but you know, obviously week two was a different story. What do you think of Jeffcoat? What what does he bring to the table? Yeah, Jeffcoat, he's physical. He's strong. Um, he's fast. He, he I feel like he pretty much learned the defense, you know, well. He remembers a lot of stuff. Uh, he's a great guy. Like, um, just, I have really nothing bad to say about him. He keeps his head down and he goes to work. That's pretty much what he does. How's the defensive coordinator shift been? I mean, now that you guys have put it into practice in a couple of games, how, how have you felt about the changes there? I know you got you know some uh, familiarity on the D-line coach, but as far as overall the scheme and that kind of thing, how's that gone? Uh, I feel like it's, it's, it's mixed pretty well. There's no really big transition that I faced. But, um, yeah, I just – it was pretty much a, a clean shift. I didn't really have to do anything extra. We just, you know, put in a few plays and stuff like that. But we do that every year. So I feel like I haven't really – I haven't really felt an adjustment. Just been playing. How much tape do you watch of the opposing team? Oh, we watch – during practice, we watch a lot of it every day and then I'll come home, probably watch 30 minutes to an hour, and I'll just gradually watch more and more as the week goes on. So there's a lot of there's a lot of films that you got to watch in order to prepare for the next team coming up. What does BYU do well? Um, I know that they do well in stretch. That's their bread and butter. And also they have a lot – they do counters too. They do do well. Um, but I know for this week, the coaches, they're really stressing we have to stop the stretch because, you know, that's what they do really well. Mm-hmm. And that's what they emphasis on this year. Hmm. Um, well, listen, obviously a high-profile game. Excited about it. You guys got national television. Should be a blast. And uh, have some fun. You excited about a night game? 
I am ready for a night game. I heard next week we have a night game too. So yeah, that's really fun. Nothing better than uh, your final trip to Baton Rouge being a win at night. That would be a pretty cool Hmm. way to go out. But first things first, you got to knock off BYU. Be back to back wins in Baton Rouge. That'd be cool. That sounds great. In the uh, intro, the little music montage we played with some of your highlights. There was a, a sack that you had against Missouri State last year, and their quarterback's name was Shelley. Did you realize that mm-hmm. Arkansas basketball just signed his little brother or got a commitment from his little brother yesterday? No, I did not know that. Yeah. I did not know. I didn't realize they were related. I yeah, missed that. It's his little brother. How about that? Yeah. Going to play basketball for mm-hmm. Musselman, or at least he's committed to play basketball for yeah. Musselman. That's cool. Yeah. You may you got a connection there. Go tell him hello. <laughs> hey, buddy. Yeah, I'll do that. I sacked your brother. Um, well, cool, Zach. Listen, man, I appreciate you coming on. Good luck this week. We're going to really uh, appreciate and enjoy having you on uh, during the season, and we'll talk to you next week after you guys get to 3-0. and Yes, sir. Thank you all. Look forward to it. All right. Sounds good. Thanks, Zach. Appreciate it. Zach Williams brought to you by Fence Brokers.